When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Chloe Caroline, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Chloe, welcome to the podcast. Uh, how are you? How are the family? Thank you. How are the kids? I oh, <laughs> I am great. No kids, no kids, just just me, myself, and I. And uh, my parents are fabulous. I was with them yesterday, actually. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Now I did a little bit of detective work, and I'm going to kind of. I'm not going to like overly drill you on this question, but you know we are Canadian based, so I want to start off by yes. saying that I'm reading that you were born in California, but you did mention you know through text messages between us you yes. had some canadian ties can you explain this yes <laughs> i can't explain it yeah i was born and raised in manhattan beach california but my mom is full canadian and my dad is half canadian and pretty much all of my family's in canada so my uh both my parents went to school in canada um, my dad went to film school there at queens my younger sister's actually in queens right now yeah all my most of my cousins live there most of my uh family so we lived there when i was very young for a couple of years and then every summer we go there for well when i was younger for an entire month now i just get to go there for like a couple weeks it was your your father a musician and filmmaker he must take some credit in your involvement in music because you know playing fleetwood mac the rolling stones dolly parton and others that's the kind of music that i guess you grew up on i feel like i I owe a lot of my influences to him and um, and just obviously like the support that I've gotten over the years. I was very lucky to have like a mentor throughout every stage of my career so far and it's very rare, you know, not a lot of up-and-coming artists have a parent. Nevertheless, somebody that they actually know personally, somebody who's been in the industry with, with the experience that he has, so... Yeah, I feel lucky. <laughs> Besides these acts, because I'm guessing these were a little bit of some of your influences, who are some other musicians yeah. that you looked up to or modeled your music after? Well, I always say that, like, I kind of grew up listening to everything. As far as my sound, I feel like it's derived from, like, a little bit of the 70s. So, like you mentioned, the Fleetwood Mac. You know, Stevie Nicks is obviously in Fleetwood Mac, uh, Rolling Stones, the Carpenters, like Carol King, all of, you know, all of those, the Bee Gees. But I'm, you know, a 90s baby. So in the early 2000s, it's like Michelle Branch and Avril Lavigne and Dido, Alanis, like all of those artists um, are a huge influence to me. I, I was waiting for you to say, I was waiting for you to say Michelle Branch because that's the one that, oh, yeah. that, that I kind of... Uh, linked together with you. I want to talk about this as well because I I read up on that you have a a journal. Uh, Most people keep journals for, you know, reflecting or, you know, writing a dear diary, but your journal is filled with... Song lyrics. Well, it kind of started out as being, you know, about, you know, for me to like write and use as a diary and then it kind of turned into me like turning it into poetry and then eventually song lyrics 
And I did that for the majority of like my younger years. Um, and I did everything I could to, to do with creative writing. Like I used to write short stories and, and then like I was working on like <laughs> a novel in my journalism class that like I would like get all my journalism work done so that I had time to like work on this novel that I thought I was going to release in middle school. <laughs> so anything I could do with creative writing, I did. And journaling was definitely like a part of that. See, I think that's where we're kind of similar because I remember in grade school, they would tell us to write our own creative stories. And I I believe it was right before Christmas. And I could have been right around where the Pokemon movie came out, like the first one. Oh my gosh. And I had the soundtrack. So I, I, you know, you had the Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, just creating songs strictly for that CD. And so it's not even a part of your criteria, but... I guess the teacher probably looked at you like you had 10 heads because once I had my creative story done, I had attached on the back a CD to the, to the story. And then I made up these, I made up these songs like, I want Backstreet Boys to sing this song and like giving them their own song titles. And I'm sure the teacher looked at you like, uh, I just wanted you to write a creative story. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but if this turns big, I want these people to make a CD for it. Amazing. I love that. I remember I did a project in my, I think it was like my sophomore year of high school. I was in like a like an honors English class and we got to create like a project where we basically had to annotate a, a novel and then choose various songs that would be in the, the novel if it were to turn into a movie and why we chose those songs. And I remember that was just such a blast because I got to combine like my creative writing and music together for like a school project. I, I'm sure you didn't put down like I'm sure you were humbled and you didn't put down all like Chloe. Chloe Caroline sings this. Chloe Caroline no. sings that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> that now that would have been funny just to just to see you pass it to a teacher and be like, uh, Chloe, um, why is yeah. there like ten soundtracks on this and it's all you? <laughs> and you're like, I'm I'm just that big of a deal. Exactly. Uh, so again, I mentioned this b- prior before even setting up this interview that I, I loved your vocals and your style. Uh, I'm seeing that it's been labeled new SoCal sound, uh, apparently a yeah. mix of old school influences with an indie pop twist. Now I'm not I'm not yeah. throwing any shade at that title, but in my mind, I'm looking at it and saying I like Chloe Caroline because she reminds me of the Michelle Branches, the Vanessa Carlton. It's a little bit more of a humble. Yeah genuine sound is that kind of what that is yes i would i would love to say that that's what my sound is you know i i really have tried to stay true to my roots and and it honestly just comes out very authentically like that's how i write it's very much so like for my personal artist stuff um it's in that that style and it's what i love about both the 70s and i feel like the 90s is that there are these like women that wrote very honestly and there were so many organic elements you know in the instrumentation but they're also like very funky and a kind of a mixture of r&b and soul and rock and pop and they all kind of came together to create their own sound and that's what the complete with mac was and that's kind of where you know avril and michelle branch uh drew their influences from with all these various genres and they were, they were awesome. They created their own thing because of it. No, I agree. And when you were saying about how the art, like female artists in the nineties are very genuine, very like just wrote for what they felt. Yeah. The, the very sign that comes totally. to mind, and I don't know if it would come to your mind, but I'm thinking the Canadian artist of Alanis Morissette. 
and it's more, yeah. and, and like you know just her whole relationship with Dave I think it's like Dave Cooley from Full House but like the, okay. like the song Ironic or the song of I, I'm not going to repeat it on this because I want to try to keep this PG per se but yeah. I'm a I'm a snitch I'm a lover but it, it's just very funny because I was like you know when you mentioned about true genuine songs that that's just her she was getting out frustration and i felt like okay oh yeah yeah we haven't seen any of that from you yet so hopefully that doesn't happen um <laughs> you know it's, it comes in waves right i think that like all of us artists though we're extremely good story tellers, and like that's what i try to like remain true for myself and my work is i always want to be like known as a storyteller <laughs> whether i convey that necessarily super poetic or or not at all and it's a lot more blunt it kind of it depends on the song i guess i just had a quick question because i know that you were you said you were a 90s baby it's, this is one of my favorite tv shows so again i'm not going to cut off the interview if it's not yours but boy meets world did you watch boy meets world of course <laughs> okay. literally named my dog like her middle name was topanga because oh nice nice <laughs> And the reason I bring that up was because I, I'm just imagining what you just said about your songs and just being very genuine as well. It's just, I, I can't remember the girl in the episode, and maybe you might know, it. Eric dated a girl that was very flowery, and she was singing about sunshines and rainbows, and then he broke her heart. And then the oh, next no. minute, and then the next minute, she sings about being a shallow boy. So I thought that was funny. I'm like, I really hope Chloe doesn't go down that road because. Oh man! <laughs> hey, but isn't that part of being a songwriter, right? You have to, like, you got to put your emotions out in your song. I'm not going to say I wouldn't listen to it. It would just be a very surprise if one day, if it's like recommendations come up on my YouTube and it's like Chloe Caroline, it'd be like shallow. I'd be like, oh, that got to be very wholesome. And the next minute, I'd be like. You're a loser, and I'd be like, "Whoa, where did this come from?" Yeah. Now, even if you do change the sound or whatever, you you have a very distinct. I'm going to call it the triple C, which is oh. your Chloe Caroline crew. That's your fan base. Yeah. So I, I want to see some T-shirts made, but I'm not going to take a, any yeah. ma- marketing rights for that. I, I that's <laughs> okay. strictly yours. But <laughs> thank you, thank it, you. It's a devoted fan base. Uh, how important is it to you to have a genuine fan base, not just like people that come and go, but people that stuck with you right, right from day one? What I love about a genuine fan base, obviously, is like the loyalty and the fact that they seem to be people that really just like me as a person like and of course my music comes with that but like they really just genuinely get me and they understand that like as time moves on like the song's gonna evolve and change and grow this is like I'm going to as a person and they're on for the ride which is really incredible and you can't pay that you know you can't pay for that it's just yeah it's something that happens it's a connection with somebody that you make and and i just i feel so lucky to even have one person that's like that nevertheless like more than that it's everything i mean those are the people that are going to be there and crap it's the fan there we go <laughs> when people come after you for changing your sound these people are going to come <laughs> to your defense and say yeah. like she's not 13 yeah. she's not going to write about a puppy if she's now right. like 28, 29 kind of thing. That and just like people that genuinely care. They're not just there. Like if I get, you know, if I, if I make it huge tomorrow, you know, aren't just like popping on the bandwagon. And that's, that's great too. And obviously like I'm always the type of person that's like all arms. Anybody can hop on board at any time, but it's nice to know that there are people that have been there since day one to see me grow. And I'm 
supported me from being like a literal teenager, <laughs> you know, now. So very, very awesome. For sure. And like I said, I want to see those triple C shirts coming out. I want to see. Oh yeah. 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 That's, to happen. That's, I got to get creative. With it, yeah. I'm like if I'm going to do it, it's got to be really cool. <laughs> yeah. You could put like crowns around it or princesses or just like have, uh, what do you call it? Like a yeah. blonde, a blonde background and the sea in the middle. I, I don't know. I well, mean, I do have, I do have t-shirts that have my face on them. <laughs> so I do have some hardcore fans that have those. And then I have like a, a jewelry line um, that I created that they're, you know, California little chokers and oh, okay. um, they're all handmade and they have a little tag on the back that says CC and then nothing is impossible. They just kind of like my slogan for life. So <laughs> I like that. The, the, it sounds very retro and nineties, the chokers. Yeah, but, but... exactly. See, it's all part of the theme. Yeah. On brand. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I, I think I would wear a, a Chloe Caroline shirt around here and people would be like, who's that? And then they'd probably, and then you, yeah. then that's how you get the, the noise out. Right. Exactly. Yes. You need something that's going to break the ice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if I had a Chloe Caroline shirt, I'd, I'd wear it, but at the same point is I, I'd yeah. be, I, I'd be selective of where I wear it. I wouldn't wear it at hockey just because yeah. I don't want to be teased. I understand. But <laughs> You know, I'd wear it around and someone might be like, oh, he's comfortable with showing his uh, support yeah. for female acts. And I'd be like, yeah, I have a Michelle Branch shirt. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, well, how about, how about this? Next time I'm in Canada, I'm going to stop by. <laughs> and I'm going to bring you some stuff. <laughs> Good. 2016, I got down. You released uh, Indian Summer. That's the song that I've discovered you off of. Uh, it's been oh, cool. it's been featured in iTunes Hot Tracks, which is something that I genuinely look up to see if there's certain artists that I like. It was played on cool. B- BBC, Radio Disney, Nickelodeon. It was one of the big hits that I, I think it kind of, it, in my mind, it kind of, you know, brought you to light. Yeah. Tell me more about that song and that album yeah. in particular. The first, like, actual, no, maybe first or second like, actual single that I had released. I had released a little EP before that, but that wasn't on Indian Summer, was not on that. And it was kind of like the first thing I felt like I had done that at the time really represented kind of where I wanted my sound to go. It felt very California to me. And I don't know, it just showed a little bit, slightly more grown up side to me. <laughs> Obviously, like I've developed since then. But at the time, you know, like I, I really felt like that represented me. And that song was really the jumping off point for me to, to grab a fan base. It really helped build one for me. And, and I feel very grateful to have written that with two really great people. <laughs> it was awesome. It's, it's crazy to see that song like kind of keeps always coming back around and you have to be very, very grateful to, to have a song like that because it's always, <laughs> it always comes back somehow. It was also, you know, like you said, like on Radio Disney and Nickelodeon and those were two like huge <laughs> things for me. Um, and Disney Channel, the video was on, which was, which is very cool. And as a, as a kid, obviously I'm a huge Disney kid. So that was major for me. <laughs> I was very pumped about that. From your album, Gypsy Daughter, you have the song Gypsy Daughter off that, uh, Old Souls, Messy, and Forgive Me. Now, these are all great tunes. I'm not saying they're not. It's just that Indian Summer was the one that I picked up on. I've listened to these ones, and believe me, I do have them on my... uh, iPhone. I was about to say iPod, but that would be dated. Um, oh, man. <laughs> uh, they all have different sounds and messages, which I think is really cool. And it kind of touches about the genuine fan base and, you know, growing up and, you know, really evolving with your music. The fans want to know, and this is why I'm here. What's upcoming for Chloe? Give us some details. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
man, so much. So I just uh, finished shooting a music video for my song, Confetti. That'll be the next single that's coming out. And, uh, the song's like my my song, Baby. It's, it's been a really, really special song for me for um, since I wrote it, honestly. And I've been playing it at shows for a while. And I uh, recorded it as part of my record that'll be released beginning of this year as well. And... Uh, it's just, it's extremely special to me. It's very personal. It's probably like one of the personal ones that I've, I've written and people seem to, to relate to it a lot. So I'm very excited about that. It's about uh, dating the life of the party. And uh, it, it doesn't always, uh, it's not it's not how it always appears, you know, what that's like to date somebody like that. The You know, that's stereotypical heartbreaker in disguise. <laughs> that's the next one coming up here. And I shot the video with a good friend of mine and we did it super down and dirty literally you'll see when you see the video and uh it's 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 super exciting so that's coming out sooner than later and then following that will be the rest of the record and then i have a bunch of new stuff that i've been working on for a, for a very long time so i recorded another basically full record in thailand in may there's a lot of really really cool stuff on there and it's just kind of a development of my sound so i'm really proud of that and uh, that's kind of the next <laughs> the next step the next growth of chloe caroline <laughs> obviously music is clearly your passion and talent but i see that you did some uh dabbling in acting uh is this a career yeah. <laughs> you thought of pursuing as well yeah it is i it's funny i really i really hadn't thought of that i mean i just knew i was it was one of those things where I, growing up in Los Angeles, obviously, like so many people you know, want to be actors and actresses. And, and I was, I felt like naturally <laughs> good at music and songwriting and singing. And so I kind of was like, well, I know how hard it is to be an actor. I don't really, at the time, you know, it was like, I don't really want it that bad. I want music. Like, that's what I want. That's what, like, speaks to me the most. And obviously went after that. But I've always, like, since day one, had a, you know, a liking for music in motion picture. And so that's kind of what I grew up around. My dad's been involved in that world. And so I started writing for uh, film and TV and uh the first thing I did was a end title for a Lionsgate movie called The Great Gilly Hopkins. And I got to write to a prompt for that, and it ended up getting chosen as the end title, which was very exciting. I had written it by myself, and seeing that come to life at the end of such like an emotional movie was just very, very cool. And then from there, uh, I had a couple other film and TV cuts as well, and then the Hallmark movie came along and originally I had just sent the music. They were looking for some music and they uh, in turn were like, well, we actually were wondering if you'd want to audition for the movie role. And I was like, all right. So I was actually in Canada up at my summer cottage and we just shot a little um, audition on my phone and sent it in and literally got chosen, which was very crazy. And literally the next week was on a plane to Winnipeg where we shot the movie and they ended up using about like five of my songs, which was crazy and my real name <laughs> as part of the role. So it was definitely a blessing that I did not see coming, but it, it got the uh, acting bug 
to come out for me, for sure. I got to work with some really great people like Kelly Rutherford and Cameron Matheson. And because of how incredible they were, I just was like, wow, I would love to do this again. So hold up. They used your real name? Wait, Chloe Caroline isn't your real name? No, <laughs> as in they used Chloe as the oh, okay. name of the movie, okay. which okay. was like crazy because usually they wouldn't use... <laughs> You know, they give you, yeah, they, they give you a different yeah, the name. Yeah, name was Katie or something. And oh, okay. they ended up changing it to Chloe. <laughs> oh, okay. Big deal here. Big deal. They're just like, they just said, you know what? We got our, we got our sign. Let's just use our name. Um, yes. Yeah. And so then I got to release the soundtrack for that. So it's on Spotify and everything. It's called Love, of course, or Inspired by Love, of course. One of the big questions is, do you have any plans for Canadian tours? Any Canadian tour dates? Ooh. What a great question. I would love that. Honestly, that's something that has been a goal of mine for a long time and just something that I'm definitely working on. <laughs> that would be awesome. If you have any uh, favorite venues, let me know and I will try to work that out. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just looking at it from like, I, you know, I don't want you to come all the way to Canada and then, you know, look at it as the money wise of things of losing money. But Right. I mean, from someone like myself that likes Chloe Caroline and thinks that she's a pretty cool person, I'd say, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'd say, hey, let's get her to Ottawa. Let's hang out. Let's get ice cream. And yes. and then let's put in some put in some venues. Right. Exactly. Why not? <laughs> so the last thing we're going to do, Chloe, are you ready to play what we call the Pop Canada? Oh, shoot. <laughs> the idea here. I feel like I'm going to lose this. No, no. We're going to try it the best we can. We didn't we didn't come up with too many questions here that are going to be too conf- or, or too tricky. Oh, so <laughs> the, the idea here is that we're going to ask you some Canadian based questions to see if you'd make it slash pass for a Canadian. Yeah. OK, you ready? Oh, Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so do you own a denim jacket? I do own it. I own multiple denim jackets of various shades. There you go. So one for one. Name three famous Canadians. Oh Lord. Uh, okay. Um, Sean Mendez, Justin Bieber, and uh, Ryan Gosling. There you go. Reynolds. You, you could have went with Reynolds or Gosling. I mean, there you go. Right. There you go. Um, okay. So what month is Canadian Thanksgiving? It is in October. Three for three. There we go. Two more to go. Uh, What are Canadians known for? What are Canadians known for? A lot of things. Uh, Hockey. Okay. Maple syrup. And one more. Tim Hortons. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. That's okay. And now that's one more left. Have you ever watched... Degrassi, Radio Free Roscoe, or Letterkenny? Yes, I, I used to watch Degrassi all the time. Okay, well there you go, five for five. You can pass as a Canadian, even though you have oh dual citizenship. God. I know, I know. You it's sh- sad though, you know. It's <laughs> like I should, I should be better. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Chloe Caroline for coming on the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying, thanks for listening, and good night. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617. 
the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.